0: Kia ora koutou. welcome to the Unpacking Your Indigenous Roots podcast. I'm Amy, your host and Indigenous coach. If you're an Indigenous woman on a journey of reconnecting to your roots, redefining your beliefs and really claiming your space, then this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll share with you real-life experiences and self-coaching strategies that will support you to navigate your world when it comes to things like identity, belonging, reconnection, and potential. So get comfy, grab your journal, and get ready to unpack your Indigenous roots. No mai haramai, let's get into it. How many times have you been asked, hey, how are you? And your automatic response to that question is, oh, so busy, busy, rush, urgency, the words of the moment and the topic of today's podcast episode. This idea of being in a busy culture, a rush culture or an urgency culture has been around for for ages, right? But it seems like there's a bit of a shift in awareness for people in society right now that actually this urgency culture thing is not doing us any favours. And I kind of want to unpack this in a few different ways today. I want to talk to you about it from a business perspective, but also just from a life perspective. Because if you are in business or if you work in any form of marketing or corporate that involves marketing, you'll understand how uh, dominant the idea of urgency and scarcity shows up. And it's actually just too much, I'm done, I'm done with the rush, I'm done with the urgency culture, I'm done with the being busy, when I, oh, I a couple of years ago now, I decided I was done with the word lucky, I was not going to use the word lucky anymore, and I really don't, like when, um, when people say to me, oh you're so lucky that this happened, or you're so lucky that you get to go on a holiday, that's not luck. That is something that I have intentionally created for myself. Or if it is truly something that is a surprise or is, um, you know, out of the blue. I choose to use the word grateful rather than lucky. Because I'm really grateful that that opportunity has come up. So like I removed the word lucky from my vocabulary. I am choosing to remove the word busy this year. And here's why. When we respond to that question with the answer busy, automatically what we're doing is putting this little badge on the side of our chest that says, yeah, I'm part of the busy club. You know, because if I'm busy, it means I'm doing things. And if I'm doing things, it means I must be heading in the direction of successful, right? Wrong! Wrong, 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 wrong. But that's that's a story for another day. Defining what success is. And who gets to define that. And how society has put this uh, this stereotype of busy being with success. But anyway. I'm getting rid of the badge. I'm getting rid of the busy badge. And I'm choosing to intentionally slow down this year. Because... In order for us to live a good life, a life where we are present, a life where we are enjoying things in the moment, we have to be able to see them. We have to be able to appreciate them. And in order for us to see and appreciate them, we can't be going a million miles an hour. We can't be always fighting this desire to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Let's talk a little bit about where this idea of rush, busy, urgency shows up. Like I said, in the marketing world, in business, there is this thing, this tactic, I guess you would call it, uh, that is urgency and scarcity. And the idea being that when you are selling your products or services, you need to create urgency or scarcity so that people feel like there is a pull to buy. Or a push to buy. Because if they don't buy now. They're going to miss out. If you think about. uh, You know if you think about your favorite retail stores. And they have sales. They have back to school sales. Or they have New Year's sales. Or Boxing Day sales. Or weekend sales. As we know some businesses do. uh, Think about how. You come across a product. And it is in one of those periods of time. And the urgency that you automatically feel within you to buy today. Because if I don't buy today, tomorrow it's not going to be the same price. Or tomorrow it's not going to be available at all. And so we're kind of, you know, and it's a great tactic, right? It's a great tool, but it's a mindset trick into creating this drawer within you to do the thing now. Rather than when you're good and ready. And then if we think about businesses online, this is—it feels like this has been even more uh, spotlighted or magnified in that you know coaches, consultants, service-based businesses, everything has urgency on it. You know, there's only five spots available, or you can only work with me up until this date, or. Once it's gone, it's gone or the price is going to double as of next week or um, all of these things, right? Like all of these things that we're being taught to use as a tool to sell in business. And sure, it works great. Is it ethical? Is it a way of looking after people holistically? Not too sure. And so it's one of the things that I am consciously choosing to do less and less of. You know, choosing to do less of the urgency and scarcity tactic and more of the, hey, if this is the right time for you, if this feels right for you, this is what I have available today. When it comes to urgency within our life, as a consumer... If we're being fed all this marketing from different places in different ways all of the time, it kind of feeds into the way that we operate too, right? Because then we go to our children's schools and we hear that, okay, this sports event is happening here, but you have to do this by this date and there's urgency on it. These forms have to be back. There's urgency on it. We're studying, we have exams or assessments that are required. There's urgency on it. All of this repetition of things needing to be done urgently. What does that create for us? What happens when we're acting in this space of everything needing to be done today, right now, or even yesterday? (laughs) It creates a lack of It creates a there's never enough time. It creates a feeling of potentially not being good enough because I'm always behind the eight ball. And it stifles our creativity and our awareness. Because who has time to sit down and think about things or reflect on things or create new awareness for themselves when they are just trying so hard to meet deadlines and to be busy and to adhere to the rush? Who has time to be creative, right? To let the juices flow when everything is just go, 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 go. Now, I want to just acknowledge a certain type of people here. And granted, I am one of these people, uh, a high achieving, high performing and the expectations that we put on ourselves and that others put on us too. I'm sure you've heard the saying before if you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. That's your high achievers, your high performers, the people who have so much on your plate, you're wondering how in the heck are they managing this. And like I said, I am totally one of these people. And each year, I let go of a little bit more and a little bit more. And I feel like this year, hopefully, I might find that balance where I am not managing so many things, not juggling so many different balls in the air. And I'm just doing a few balls and I'm doing them well. That's the goal. Who knows what it will look like at the end of the year? You can hold me accountable to that one, but that is the goal. But you know, looking in my past, when I first started my business, my very first year of business, I had all these expectations and ideas on what it should look like when you when you begin in business. And so obviously I was, you know, trying to drum up business, trying to get clients, trying to make money. One of the things about my business is that I have always been in a position of needing to make money, which is, you know, All businesses want to make money, but if you're in a privileged position where you were able to start a business and not need to earn an income straight away, you make decisions differently to that of someone who needs the money each week to be able to pay the bills. And that was totally us. You know, there were moments in my first years of business where I was Calling suppliers and providers and stuff to be like hey can we pay our power bill late or can we you know um, pay it off our phone bills power bills all that sort of stuff. We were transferring money from this account to this account we were borrowing money from the kids savings accounts all of these things were happening as I tried to drum up business. Here's what I know now that I wish I had known then. Some of the things that I was doing to do what I thought you were supposed to do when you start a business were not, um, not aligned with meeting my goal of paying the bills. They were aligned with being busy. They were aligned with what expectations I had gathered from others and. Um, that identified you as succeeding in business. And they were things like. You know being on boards. My goodness. Go- my my governance journey has been such an interesting journey actually. Because like I said in the beginning. Um, I was. I think I might have been on four boards at one point. Boards and executive committees. And it was just nuts. Like it was a whole heap of work. Unpaid. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm big on contribution and service, that is one of the things that I really care about, however, when you are scrimping and saving every last dollar and cent, sometimes you have to prioritise the things that help you get by first, and that is doing the work that pays the bills, and not being busy doing the stuff that doesn't pay the bills. Now, what I know now that I didn't know back then, as well, is that there were some fears and there were some, you know, there were some limiting beliefs and all of that sort of stuff holding me back from actually just doing the work that was required to generate money-making business and um, going out and doing boards or governance work or volunteering, all of that stuff. Made me feel busy, and again, like when I felt busy, I felt like I was succeeding, I felt like I was doing well. The definition of success is not how many hours in the day you can fill up with work. Well, not for me, anyway. That is not my definition of success anymore, but back then it was. And then there would be this rush or this urgency every week or every month when the bills were needing to be paid. It didn't quite have enough there and I'd have to scrimp and save or I'd have to pull from here and there or I'd have to try and you know, get some work in really quickly and get it done so that the invoice could be paid. And what it created was this constant fight or flight response because my body or my sympathetic, sympathetic nervous system was perceiving all these threats or all this pressure these harms that potentially could hurt me and so it was entering into that fight or flight response mode which is not a good space to be in it's not a good space to be in you know it goes well beyond stifling creativity and awareness And it actually puts you in survival mode. And nowadays, we really shouldn't be in that space in our day-to-day living. Um, So what can we do here? What can we do to take away that feeling of fight or flight, those perceived threats or pressures? How can we, you know, stop letting the ego be in control Because the ego is seeking out the praise, seeking out the competence, seeking out the busy and telling us keep rushing, keep rushing, keep going. Do more, do more, do more. This is what's going to get us all the praise. This is what's going to get people clapping clapping their hands at us. How do we turn the volume down on the ego? How do we uh, balance out that fight or flight response mode to a place of calm, intentional decision making? We intentionally slow down is how we do it. And there are some different ways that you can bring in intentional slowing down. And I love all of these. I am in no ways an expert in any of them. I am a practicer, a lifelong learner just like you are. But here are some of the things that I've used to step away from that fight or flight mode. Um, The first one is breathing and I actually learned this from my nutritionist Uh, we were doing a lot of work last year to just sort out my gut health there are a number of things that I was trying to work on and um, we sort of kept coming around in this loop and she's like okay we need to unpack what's creating the trigger here You know, because for all that we can do with nutrition, with foods and and all of that, there is something else going on as well. And we identified that it was the stress. We identified that, you know, there were moments of stress that were creating some tension in my gut, which was creating other outcomes. And she introduced the idea of breathing to me. And I am not a breathwork facilitator. I am not an expert in breathing. Breathwork work or anything like that so please go and do your own research please go and look up um this in more detail but what I now know is that being able to use the breath as a way of lowering the stress levels as a way of bringing back calm as a way of centering and grounding and and Avoiding the overwhelm has been really impactful for me. So, you know, breathing, 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 slowing down the breath, using that as a way of slowing down the rush. Another way to intentionally slow down is to step out of the thinking, step out of your mind and step into your body, into the feeling it's our thinking, it's our ego, it's the voices in our heads, it's the analysis of should, 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 would, 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 could, could, could that makes us step into that space of urgency or rush or busy. So when you feel yourself in that moment, when you feel yourself in that space of thinking, shoot, I need to do this and I need to do more and I need to be here and I need to do there, when you feel, when you're th- acknowledging that that's what's going on step into the body think about how this is feeling right okay this is what I think I should be doing how do I feel about that right now does that feel like the right choice what is your intuition telling you in that moment your body is a really really clever guide It knows what you need in each and every moment. So listen to it. Tune into it. Hear what it's saying. I'm a big believer in approaching everything with self-compassion and kindness. So of course, as you're going through this, as you're learning to intentionally slow down, approach things with self-compassion and with kindness. Treat yourself how you wish to treat others. Right? So understanding that, yeah, hey. We still we still get caught up in the in the urgency and the hype and the busy and the rush. That's okay. Come back. Come back to breathing, come back to feeling, and come back to reframing. You know, understanding that you are in the right place at the right time and just enjoy that present moment. It's where you're meant to be. Using reframing in all different ways is a really powerful tool of taking the fear factor or taking the ego's messaging and flipping the switch on it and giving it another perspective. Remember you are in control of your mind, you are in control of the beliefs that influence and impact the way that you do things, so make the choice to slow down To be intentional, to enjoy the moment, to breathe and to feel into the ways you are. And slowly but surely, you might learn to let go of the idea of the rush, the urgency and that busy culture too. And lastly, can I just say, surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with people who too are Letting go of the idea of rush, urgency and busy. Because if you are surrounded by people who are still in that mode. It makes makes it a whole heck of a lot harder for you to step away. Sometimes when we are, uh, I guess, you know, building up the muscle of the boundary. Or the saying no or the changing a way of doing. We need to be surrounded by people who are already there. We need to be surrounded by people who are going to motivate us, encourage us, inspire us, not keep us back where we want to move away from. So if you find that's the case, it's really just about turning down the volume on those who still are in that space and turning up the volume on those who are no longer in that space and that you know it could be friends it could be colleagues people around you physically can also be listening to podcasts or um you know the people you follow on social media I find actually I find being really mindful and intentional about the people that you do follow on social media is really important because we are well speaking from experience I don't know about you but I know I spend a lot of time scrolling on social media at the moment and it is so if you think about how much time that that is that is a lot of information being absorbed on a daily basis and so I want good I want good information to be absorbed right I want good positive vibes to be absorbed I want people who are um, inspiring me motivating me and teaching me new ways of being and doing not ways of staying stuck and holding back now here's the thing if you have got to the end of this podcast and you're like yeah cool I'm really keen to drop the busy rush urgency culture too Um, but you want to understand a little bit more about yourself and how you you know how you end up doing the things that you do anyway, I have got a brand new quiz over on my website amymclean.co.nz hit the button that says take the quiz and find out who your inner voice is. Meeting your inner voice through this quiz is really going to help you understand What it is that influences or impacts the decisions you make, the way you behave, the actions you take? You know, are you someone who is a perfectionist and needs everything to be done, sorted and great before you take a step forward? Are you someone who needs all the details, needs to analyze the who, what, when, where, why, how? Are you someone who just goes with the flow or are you someone who needs other people involved in the decision making? understanding who your inner voice is is really going to support you to understand how you can step into that space of intentionally slowing down. So head to my website amymclean.co.nz and hit the button take the quiz and meet your inner voice today.